Now, fresh from her meeting with local government minister Simeon Brown, Wellington City Mayor Tori Farno says she's eager to work with central government and others to fix the local, uh, local water woes. This looks likely to include putting uh, any number of big ticket items on hold, possibly for quite uh, some period of time. Among those uh, with a particular interest in how this might be achieved is Dame Kerry Prendergast. In addition to being a former three-term mayor herself, she has been a big champion of the earthquake strengthening of the old town hall. One of the projects which could now be put on pause, Dame Kerry joins us now. Uh, kia ora, good morning. Kia ora. Are you worried that the this project may not be finished now, given the pressure that seems to be coming on for more funds? Oh, look, I have absolute confidence that a Category 1 listed heritage building that is more than 50% completed uh, in terms of its uh, restoration and re-strengthening will be allowed to finish. Uh, it is a significant asset for Wellington City and while they're facing decisions about the Opera House and the Michael Fowler Centre who face their own seismic risks, they need to have a major venue in the city. Is there not an argument, though, that uh, it'll get done one day, but right now there is a water crisis and that uh, the extra money has to go to that? You're absolutely right. There's a water crisis, and as you heard earlier from Mayor Guppy, this is not just a Wellington issue. It's a national issue. What happened in the 90s is that local government was given a lot more power to do a lot more things, but central government never gave them the funding to do it. And if I give you one example, Corin, um, tourism around New Zealand, uh, local government ends up picking up the cost of extra visitors in their city, but they have no way to get the income from that. They don't get a, a claim on the GST spent. There's no accommodation levy. So the whole bigger picture is how do we give extra funding tools to local government so that they can fund absolutely critical uh, water and sewage infrastructure? The town hall, though, just coming back to that before we move on to those bigger issues, I mean, how long has it been that this has been worked on now? Uh, is it, a, in a sense, the fact that it's taken so long has make it, made it vulnerable, hasn't it? I mean, you say just over 50%, but it's been going for, what, 10 years or something? It was closed in 2011 after the Christchurch earthquake and then after the Kaikoura earthquake more work was done and they discovered how bad the land was underneath the town hall. Uh, you were absolutely right, it was due to open in 2022, then 23, then 24. We're now looking at the beginning of 27. They faced multiple issues as they've tried to stabilise and dewater the site. The reality is a lot of money has been spent. Um, it would be very difficult to just wrap it up. The councillors are going to have to make some difficult decisions. You're absolutely right. Local government is absolutely about potable water and sewage. That is the absolute thing you have to do when you're elected. Uh, people in a country like New Zealand, a first world country, have to have potable water and you have to have the confidence that your sewage is being treated appropriately. That should be number one. Number two, of course, you've got to have um, roads and footpaths and public transport. You've got to make sure your people are warm and housed appropriately um, and that there's land for new buildings to make that happen. And finally, there is the opportunity for councillors to do what I call vanity projects that will upset a whole lot of them, but the sorts of things that they have a choice about and are not legally required to do. 
Those are the things they're going to have to look at very carefully and say, do we really need this when we've got a water crisis? And you're adamant that the town hall doesn't fall into that category? Uh, If I was on council, that would not fall into that category, but I am not one of the current councils that were elected. But this is the debate, isn't it? Because there'll be some who say it does, there'll be some who say it doesn't, there'll be some who say that cycleways or the Golden Mile does. I mean... Well, I think they've already had the message from local government that they had to stop the Golden Mile until they actually start listening to hospitality and retail who are hugely affected by that project. And I think they're hearing enough from Wellingtonians, whether it's Kagori or Island Bay or the city, that they need to pause on cycleways until they listen to what the people are saying. And those are things that could be delayed. What this council has done... So, is sorry, sorry, just want to jump in there. So you're suggesting that cycleways, as part of the transport infrastructure network, should be delayed ahead of a pause in the town hall, which is, what, 12 years in, only just over 50% and hundreds of millions of dollars of sunk cost. Corin, I'm saying that when you've started a project like that and you're more than 50% through it, it costs more to wrap it than to carry on and finish it. Uh, yes, um, cycleways like in Croy that haven't started yet, there is an opportunity to pause those and uh, while they sort out absolute basic infrastructure like water and sewage. But in terms of the public good equation here, are you arguing that there's a greater public good to have the town hall than, than cycleways? Uh, well, you've got a layer in things like the fact it's a Category 1 heritage building, so it requires legislation to not finish it compared to cycleways that are a, you know, if you want to have them, absolutely, but they could be delayed until you sort out the water and sewage problem. Dame Kerry, really appreciate you coming on the programme this morning. Much appreciated. That is Dame Kerry Prendergast.